Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about the four different types of freedom, the secret sauce of living an amazing life. It's time, financial, location, health freedom. And I'm always in the search for guests who are living a life and making an impact. So today I have a very interesting guest. He's going to talk to us all about business and entrepreneurship. Ken Paskin, sorry, of the Shift Spot. And you can see the beautiful logo in the background if you're on YouTube or watching this. And so um, we're going to be talking about accountability, leadership, business, and uh, I'm happy to have Ken on the show. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Great to be here. Real pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So uh, I know we had connected through Podmatch and tell us more about how you got started, you know, what you do and we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. So uh, from a professional perspective, happy to go back and, you know, before that, if you'd like, but from a professional perspective, first 20 years of my life, if you will, I was in corporate America and uh, worked with a lot of big companies, specifically high tech, uh, managed P&Ls up to a half billion large teams up to 450 plus, and uh, quite honestly got tired of traveling 150,000 miles a year. And like a lot of folks uh, in that arena, I exited corporate America. And then for about eight years, I served as a fractional uh, COO. And I've worked with several doctors. I've worked with uh, a lot of different industries, to be quite honest. But basically, in that area, I would drop in companies to help them, you know, in a variety of areas, actually, uh, assist, build out systems and process, scale, get to the next level. But you know, a lot of companies and business owners I've worked with were, were struggling in certain, in certain areas. So that's how I've operated. And then uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, I wanted to reach more and do more. So I formed an organization called The Shift Spot, and it's a community built for business owners. Uh, We actually have a couple of doctors in it as well, and they're looking to get more balance in their life. And a lot of the things that you speak about uh, on your podcast resonate. And basically, it's a community that surrounds these doctors or other business owners and with a variety of professionals to help them in in, in all areas across business. And you know, I won't go through all of those, but you can see it all on the uh, the the little wheel to my left, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, and yeah, describe actually for the again, um, all of these will be in the show notes. But if you're on YouTube watching this. Um, Tell us what you know with this flywheel, um, so yeah. people can get under sense. Yeah, so sure. So we'll do a number of things. So when somebody enters our community, the very first thing we'll do is we'll run them through what I've coined as a, a gap analysis, right? And I used it when I was a fractional COO working with companies, and still do it in this business as well. But it, it's it's a questionnaire. It's made up of roughly two hundred questions, and it go through a variety of things, such as how do you very simple things. 
How do you onboard uh, employees to, do you have financial controls in place to, how do you set expectations? How do you lead your people? So to break down all those areas, right? And so then we can see areas of opportunity for improvement where we can make an impact. Then you'll drop in and you'll be introduced to an accountability coach. That accountability coach will meet, meet with you on a weekly basis, just 15 minutes, really short and sweet. And uh, they'll look at different areas to hold you accountable to help you get the, the results you want, either personally or professionally, right? But every month we'll surround uh, the community and these folks around an expert, for example. So this month is all about marketing. So, you know, the CEOs in our community are learning uh, how to invest in marketing, how to leverage uh, marketing in uncertain times. Next week is what we call human capital. So anything you can think around uh, around uh, human human capitals from hiring to firing to mentoring to performance management. Uh, we also, you know, on a weekly basis, have coaching sessions uh, to work with the individual specifically in areas that they're struggling. But one of the things that I love the most about, about the community is in the issue section. So if you can kind of imagine we have a virtual meeting uh, a couple times a week where CEOs will drop in and they will uh, they'll bring problems to the table. And one of one of the uh, one of the examples of that is a guy that actually is in the healthcare space and he owns 15 different retail stores that sells vitamins and supplements and things of that nature. Uh, he's actually a testimonial on our website and uh, he was struggling with some of his top line revenue. He was having some top line revenue issues and everything. He was looking at doing a layoff. Uh, you know, we as a community talk through that and everything and it's facilitated and get to the root cause of, you know, what was causing that. He came up with some ideas, came up with some additional ways to go to market and everything. And instead of actually, you know, attacking the bottom line and laying off some folks, we helped him with this top line from a revenue perspective and he didn't have to do the layoff. So it was pretty exciting, but those are some of the things we do on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, um, great way to describe the, your whole process. You know, we have, I know we have a kind of, I like to think of macro big term. So we, these ideas, like you have driving accountability to get what business owner wants. How do you do that? Yeah, well, the, the first step is you got to set clear expectations with with uh, with your employees. So we will actually work with the owners and we'll help them, you know, from a leadership perspective and understand what it is that, you know, they want out of life. Right. So when you're driving accountability, a couple of things you got to do. There's about there's five things, actually. Make sure that you're setting clear expectations. So we'll help the doctors or the, the healthcare professionals or the owners understand exactly what that means. Right? Right. I know that might sound clear to you and might sound to others, but believe it or not, a lot of times we don't do that from a leadership perspective. We'll also work with, you know, how to lead by set by by example. Right. So a lot of times I will tell folks that, you know, expect 90 percent of from your staff and your people what you're willing to give. And I know that sounds scary, but if we're not really to willing to lead by example to help drive those results, then it's very hard for people to follow us. Right. Third thing is give regular feedback to people, right? So set it up either on a weekly cadence, really short and sweet, but also a monthly and a quarterly cadence. And we can help people understand how to do that, what that structure looks like to give regular feedback to our employees as well so that they understand areas improvement, you know, if they're hitting your expectations or not, right? And then, you know, 
foster a culture of ownership, right? So there's, there, I've heard some people say that, you know, most people don't want to be accountable. And I disagree. I think if you foster that, that culture of accountability, you have the clear expectations, you're giving the feedback, you're leading the way you want your staff to actually do things as well, you're going to get accountability and results that you want and desire, right? And then the fifth and very simple thing is, hold everybody accountable, right? And make it equal, right? A lot of times, you know, I've seen people where they try to make these special cases. Well, Susie has been with me for 15 years, so I'm going to treat her different than Lisa, and we can't do that. We've got to hold everybody accountable from an equal perspective. Uh, um, yeah, wonderful. I love accountability, and uh, especially we need more accountability and leaders today. Um, you talked this idea about interviewing leaders and why it is different. I'm I'm curious what is that what does that mean? Well that that's an entire podcast itself. I'll, I'll be honest, but when you when it when you interview leaders, right? You're looking at you're looking at very different things than than you are ground level troops. The ground level folks that you're looking at, how do they actually execute? You're looking at some of their communication skills. You're looking at how they relay information, you know, up and 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 how they do teamwork and things of that nature. But when we're interviewing leaders, let's say I have a practice and I'm bringing, say, uh, a new office manager in or something that basically is, you know, in the accounting arena, legal arena, they'll call it a firm administrator. Bring in somebody like that that actually touches all the different parts of the organization. You want to look at, and this is very in-depth, but you want to break into to how do they communicate both up, down, and, and then across the organization. Across the organization is important so that we understand when new processes come up, how those are facilitated, adapted, and everything, right? We also want to dig into areas of how they actually measure, monitor, and run the organization as well. And that's that's a, you know, there's a lot of depth that goes into that. So do, do they use KPIs to run the organization? How do they evaluate and come up with those KPIs? Are most of those leading or lagging indicators? So those are some things that you want to look into. And then if they have any financial uh, capacity or ownership at all within your organization, you want to dig in and get their understanding of how they leverage, you know, the P&L and, and, and everything to make uh, those sort of decisions. Um, I like to also get into operational aspects and driving special projects and initiatives, right? So how much do they pay attention to hitting milestones? And can they walk through those uh, uh, other past projects of how they have delivered new systems and things of that nature? But there's about six core areas with leaders of an organization that you want to you wanna dig into. Another is human capital. How we run and build an organization with our people is very critical. So you want to dig into how do they how do they hire, right? What is their process? How do they fire? How do they, and then it, uh, some owners uh, are very good at either hiring or firing, right? But very few actually know how to actually mentor and lead up. How do they do that as well? So human capital, communication, running the organization, special projects, and the leadership capabilities are the areas that you want to dig into for those folks that you know are not the your ground level uh, troops, if you will, as I call it. You mentioned in your response uh, KPIs, and um, I know most people know that, but um, what are some of the best ways to come up with KPIs that they can count on, and how can business owners create KPIs for their companies that matter? 
Yeah, yeah, that, that that's a that's a good question. I'll use a healthcare term actually, but it's really you want to go about it as a as a cradle to grave, right? So, and how you look at your 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 um your KPIs and break that down, right? So, and what I've, I I found, and I'm sure you hear this a lot, but the doctors and healthcare professionals out there are very smart in their craft. But one thing that in society that you know we've we've been challenged in doing is is helping them from a business perspective, right? And and a lot of them are running a business and running, uh, uh you know, a lot of complicated things that they're being exposed to that uh, we don't give them that from an education, such as regulatory and com compliance, reimbursement challenges, overhead costs, work life, you know, work life balance. All those things are hitting them on a weekly and daily basis. But, you know, when you look at KPIs, start at the very, very beginning, right? What, what you know, starts any sort of event that I'm trying to even uh, make one up here, but what starts that very event and get on a whiteboard and I, I like to break it down. Let's, let's just make it, let's make it simple. Let's say that I send out, uh, you know, a quote. And then the next step after a quote, I generally have four people that call back, right? And now those four people I have one person that will will close. I want to look at what is that close rate? I want to look at what is that cost? And then not just that after close, but then how does that affect my operations, right? What is involved in operations? How does that affect uh, my, my finance department, right? From invoicing to actually cash received. But you want to get that cradle of grave effect, like completely across, you know, a giant whiteboard. And then you want to look at different areas and break it down. There are some financial KPIs there. There are some operational KPIs there. There are some sales and marketing KPIs there, which is not as relevant for probably a lot of your owners, but, or, but some of them it is. And then you want to figure out what are the most important for you to run your business. And as an owner, you should be looking at, you know, you've got all the financial ones, but if you can come up with 12 to 15 um, great KPIs, of which 70% of them are leading indicators, meaning showing where I'm going, not where I've been per se, such as patient seen, right? That's a great past indicator that could be a leading indicator of cash flow or something. Then you can be comfortable that you've got a good, um, you know, a, a, a good uh, dashboard to run your business on, right? And and that that's what we look to accomplish when we work with folks. Yeah, one thing is um, that you also again you mentioned. I like I love to um, piggyback off your ideas. Is this um, uh, there's so many opens up so many questions. One thing that was mentioned was um, so business owners. From a um, historical perspective, they went from a career, you know, working for somebody yeah. and then they go working for themselves. But a lot of people, they get burnt out. They just, they realize that it's just another job, but they're just, they're, they're their boss. Right. Yeah. And then, and then now you talk about these, this new era of entrepreneurship where I have this idea of working on the business versus in the business, which right. is a key distinction. Yep. So yeah. So what do uh, business owners need to do to start working on versus in the business? Well, you've got to you've got to focus on all these core areas, right? That we we surround folks on with, within the shift spot, right? So you know, first of all, it, it's it, let's go back a little bit. So you talked a little bit about a lot of owners will start and and as a doer, and then suddenly they have a business, right? It's really interesting if you look at 50% of CEOs and owners out there, and quite honestly, it's probably much, much, much higher in the healthcare arena because let's face it, you get your degree, 
then you become a doctor, and then you decide to open your own business or go from there, right? But 50% of all business owners learn about business by doing it themselves, right? So they're mm -hmm. learning about leadership. They're learning about financial, you know, controls and finance. They're learning about, you know, operations. They're learning about sales and marketing. They're And they're, they're learning from their, themselves, right? And they're also learning from their mistakes, which are extremely, extremely costly, right? So seeing a lot of those same movie, movies over and over repeat as a fractional leader, I wanted to come up with a way to make a bigger impact and surround more owners, you know, and, and thus created the shift spot. But we'll work with the folks around all the key discipline areas, right, to help them actually grow, such as, you know, the importance of leadership and management, right, the importance of systems and process, the importance of finance, the importance of sales and marketing, and help you know, give them that springboard to move forward. But then ultimately it comes to just having the right people in place and setting the right expectations, right? So that the, you can then trust. But if you have that you know, foundation put in place as both a company and for your employees, that will then uh, uh, give you the ability to elevate, right? And start to focus more strategically, right? Such as where do I want my practice to go? Do I want to open another office? Or are there benefits to partnering with folks, right? Should I be doing speaking events and things of that nature, right? But it, it comes with that, putting that base in place, building up on that, and then also honestly having a little bit of trust, right? To begin to let go and allow people to actually fill those voids and step into those roles as well. Yeah. Yeah, wonderfully said. Uh, I know we could have so much discussion, um, you know, talking about vision and hiring M&A. Um, yeah. how, can, how can people um, contact you, follow you, check out your social media, connect with you? Yeah, it's a, it's real simple. Go to www. I shouldn't say that. Everybody tells me that we don't say www. anymore. So <laughs> I'm not used to that. <laughs> but uh, just go to this. And actually, even at the very top, we have a, a special event that's uh, that's free for uh, non-members to check out both this month and next month. And they can sign up. And this month, it's all about marketing to help owners understand that. As a matter of fact, this week's topic is going to be using AI in marketing. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, the CMO that actually is speaking at that event came up with the uh, 1-877-CASH-NOW, uh, if you know that little jingle. He, he is also with the, uh, the Oprah show for some time as well. And then next month is all about HR and human capital. So learning all the things exposed around that. But check us out on theshiftspot.com and or just shoot me an email at ken at theshiftspot.com and happy to answer any questions. And for all the listeners out there, let's thank uh, Ken. Really interesting. I've always, um, you know, get a lot of insights from people from different industries, how I can apply it to my company and business. Yep. And um, hopefully you do the same. All of Ken's resources will be in the links and show notes and um, be sure to check him out. And uh, with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Christopher, thanks so much. It was a real pleasure. Appreciate it. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify 
iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.